0: When Prometheus stole the fire from the gods to give it to the mortals, he signed his death warrant. He was punished to have his liver pecked by an eagle, day after day, for all eternity. So the first recorded account we have uh, about the Prometheus myth is already in the 8th century BC, and it's a Greek epic, a myth from the Greek mythology. Uh, It was written by Hesiod Theogony in the years 507 to 616. So why am I bringing this Greek myth today? Well, there are some aspects of the Greek myth connected to fire, to this myth connected to fire, that I want to bring up today. On the one hand, this is because we see how important is in Gothic fiction the item or the element of fire, Also the eagle that works as a sicko as well. Something that is an element that normally an animal that goes from the living to the dead. That this is something we will talk about in another episode. And also we have a curse, which reminds us of that secularity, the loop that we were talking in the previous videos. But not just that, we also have in this story, we also have moral knowledge, disobedience, and we have a reference to higher powers, the power of the gods. Does this sound familiar to you? Does that remind you of another story from our Gothic period? Yes, it does. It probably you're already thinking about Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, or more than Prometheus, think about the name as well. So my friend, today I want to talk about the element of fire in gothic fiction and in order to do that i'm going to mention very briefly mary shelley but i'm also going to mention all the books where fire plays a significant role not just because it's a natural element an element from nature that we saw very important in the celtic uh, tradition but also because it's an internal element that can actually uh, correlate to human feelings so as always, pen, paper, get ready, get comfortable and start making notes because today in Gothic Rooms we're going to talk about fire in Gothic Fiction. hello gothic friend this is alice and you are in gothic land a place where you learn more about your identity about yourself we identify all the gothic elements that make you be you and welcome to the month of june as you can see i've already done my cleansing i've tidied up my background i've given it a little bit of decorations because i needed to do that as well it's the time of the year where you need to kind of Carried off the old stuff and start over again and obviously because you never get to see my whole background. There are a few touches there that I haven't shown you yet and that I have to finish off uh, but I hope that you like it. So as I was saying in the introduction, today I want to talk to you about the importance of fire in gothic fiction and in order to do that I'm going to be mentioning the myth of the the Greek myth of uh, Prometheus because this is very relevant to the elemental fire in gothic fiction and also because mary shelley already in frankenstein used this myth to write about her book and we need to see why she did that but before we go into details before we go into the the core of the of the program um i want to remind you that if you want to know you want to be updated with everything that i'm doing you can subscribe for free now to my newsletter my monthly newsletter i'm not going to be writing to you every week because maybe that's a little bit too much it is for me anyway so Every month you can have access to the main information, to everything, updates, and also you will have all the information about the magazine that is coming now, this month. I will tell you exactly the date, but it's going to be now there for you to have access to all the articles that are relevant and an extension of these videos and a lot more, in case you're writing, in case you're reading, in case you want to know even more about the gothic. Okay, so coming back to the video. In today's episode 13, I want to talk to you about the element of fire in Gothic fiction. In May's videos, just to do a little bit of recap, recap, uh, we saw the circularity of time and how important the Celtic wheel of the year and the Celtic, Celtic wheel of time it is in Gothic literature. But we saw the circularity of time precisely because of that we talked about portals and we talked about nature. And also we started talking, well I hinted at all the elements that appear in Gothic literature that little by little we are going to be talking about and we're going to see examples about. So what is the reason behind wanting to talk to you about fire in the month of June? Well in the month of June we have a few events that are very important and they are connected to fire. They were also connected to fire in May, uh, during Beltane. Remember, Beltane is only the 1st of May, but there are a lot of celebrations that take place during the month of May that are connected to fire, and they continue in the month of June. I think all these elements, all these celebrations are factors. This is something I talk about on an article in Medium, if you want to follow me there as well. And I developed this idea why the Celtic Uh, Wheel of the Year is still so relevant in our celebrations, in what we believe and how we feel and how nature, how important is also nature in these celebrations and how we still are doing um, or are influenced by nature in this way. So what's happening in the month of June and what is it that we have ahead? As I just said before, we welcome Beltane on the 1st of May with five celebrations, but also, also celebrations like Maypole and celebrations during the day regarding flowers, May Queen, all these things that I will talk to you about in another moment. And we are going to leave which is the 19th to the 23rd of June. And it also is important because we have the, the summer solstice on the 21st of June. But here in Spain, for example, we have another important celebration that I will tell you all about and that takes place during the if the 23rd of June. Uh, in the eve of the 23rd of June, we celebrate St. John's or San Juan and we celebrate that with fire, fire celebrations, fireworks, people stay open at night, people make wishes, people wish things uh, about love and they make fire um wishes, they burn, they write things down on paper, and then they burn it, and then there are a few rituals also connected with water. Imagine yeah, water fire, this is very important for today's video. And we still do this, we laugh about it, but we still continue doing these rituals because deep down we have the hope that maybe some of our dreams become true by following these rituals. But why is fire so important for the human? Let's have a look at fire from two points of view. The first point of view as a basic level and another point of view more metaphorical, more internal, if you want. So the discovery of the fire at a basic level, we have four points. First, we have that on the one hand, people could cook. On the second hand is that they could stay up longer at night and tell stories they could see, so they could talk to each other. And another point is that they could warm themselves up, something that was also very important for the winter. And they could also attack and defend themselves. As you can see, all very basic, but without fire, a lot of things that we have now that we take for granted wouldn't exist. At a deeper level, we have that fire nowadays is also connected with human knowledge. You're going to see why in a minute, although you already know because I told you before. It's also connected to death, obviously, rebirth and purification, and that's why you have here the Abbey Phoenix. So, one very important element that we tend to connect fire with, and we cannot forget this for what's coming next, is hell, the supernatural punishment. And here we have Christianity this idea of heaven hell, if you're bad, you go to, he- to hell, if you good, you go to heaven. So, we have again the binomial good, evil, uh, heaven, hell, um, okay, you're thinking water, fire, we have these, and this is going to be seen in literature as well. So it is no coincidence that when Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein, she called it Frankenstein or the modern Prometheus. Remember that Frankenstein wasn't the monster, it was the doctor. He was the one, he was Prometheus, he was the one trying to be God. So that's why we have that uh, Frankenstein the book is about science versus nature so first binomial and man versus good uh, sorry man versus god okay and uh, uh, bad versus evil uh, good <laughs> versus evil okay so all these dichotomies that we find in Frankenstein but basically Frankenstein is about knowledge and the fear of knowledge the fear of moving on of Play, playing to be God. And what happens when we play God? We get consequences. Another example of fire with different characteristics is Jenner, written by Charlotte Bronte. So what we see in Jenner is fire connected to passion, destruction, cleansing, but also resurrection. So. We see, for example, uh, you're more familiarised probably with Frankenstein, so I don't really need to elaborate a lot here, but the fire in Frankenstein doesn't really appear in the book as it does in films like Frankenstein, the monster, the creature. He is scared. He's scared of fire in films. And actually the fire, is uh, the element of fire, is more symbolic, in, it is metaphorical in the book because the fire is this... It has this connection with knowledge, as I said before, it's playing with fire, even. You could see that the message is included there. But in Gen what we have is that uh, we have a female character, so we have the the opposite to Frankenstein. We have a female character, uh, she's trying to suppress her passion for Mr. Rochester, Uh, then there must be destruction. Caused by another female character, the the wife, the first wife of Mr. Rochester, who's also in the attic, and she's the one setting the fire. Look how a uh, hell is connected to evil and demon, and uh, the the demon figure of Bertha, because she's treated as a demon. Then there's cleansing because when we burn something down, uh, you kind of have to start again. And then we have this resurrection, which is reconstructing back what is gone. So we have here. This, in these two books from the same period of time, contemporaneous, that they treat in fire in a different from a different point of view. But in both cases, we can also talk about the human fire inside, mainly in general when we talk about passion, but also in Frankenstein, when we think about his passion, his eagerness to become this scientist, to become this God man. Character that is capable of creating life, and what that brings him? Yes, all the psychological distress, all the isolation. Uh, his identity is actually being um, molded by his own eagerness, right? So this is what we're going to see there. But if you want to know more about this, because this is just a few gothic break rooms, then. Again, in the magazine, I will be developing all these t- for you to get to the magazine. You just just have to subscribe to my free newsletter, monthly newsletter, where you will know all about it. So now let's come back a little bit to modern times, because I tend to always go to the classics, because it's like like the easiest thing to do as well, and because I think the, what you watch on TV is kind of normal. But today I want to bring you also... Fire in a program in a TV series that I really like, I really love, and that is getting a lot of uh, you know, this is still there. There's a kind of um, there are some um, how to say it now. Um, there's some suggestions. No, hang on, what's the name? Um, there's been rumors that uh, one of the characters um, is going to bring back the series somehow. We already have. I'm talking about the Winchester's, the supernatural, uh, we also have information that um, the character of Dean and uh, Jensen Ackles he's already uh, created the the Winchester's, the origins with his parents. But anyway, I get excited with that, and I'm not going to talk about this now. So, what we see. Fire in Supernatural is super important. If you look at the screen, the first important element of fire or how fire is depicted is just right in the first episode, we have the mom. The mom is taken away by a demon already from the very beginning and the way she does that is by fire. Then we have when the boys go to hell, They go, this is the punishment part, right? Of of fire and hell, this connection with hell that I was telling you about before. When Sam Winterson goes to hell and he gets punished there and he's in this purgatory. It's not purgatory, it's it's actually hell. And uh, when he comes back, he comes back changed. The same as Sam, Sam Winterster, he also goes to hell and he experiences hell different because identity. In hell for him is something very important from the very beginning. Is something he was cursed, so we have to curse here as well. He was cursed with demon blood from the from, right from the start and he gets nightmares and eventually he has to embrace this to overcome it. But also firing supernatural, we can see it as a way to cleanse this cleansing um this cleansing um process that they do for example every time they burn they want to eliminate a demon apart from the salt apart from uh, everything that they might have to do like exercising they also burn them with fire they burn the bones with fire because fire is cleansing but you make sure that that thing disappears and never comes back in the same way that when the heroes the hunters they die to honor the memory and to make sure that there's not a comeback and this this cleansing and starting all over again we have that they burn them like they used to do in some cultures in the past okay so you have seen so far now the importance of fire in the gothic in the supernatural in horror in our TV series there are more examples but I would like you to tell me which are those examples and how do you read them as well what message is fire hiding um, underneath Is underneath all the, the the story as well. And this is how we're going to leave it today in the Gothic break rooms from episode 12, uh, 13. Sorry. Uh, in episode 13, we have talked about the element of fire, but I want you to tell me as well. I want to have some um, conversation with you. And I want you to think of a novel or film where fire plays an important role. And you can either email me gmail.com, or you can write your information. You can write your you can write your opinion, and uh, you can reply here in YouTube in the box down there, down below. So I hope you have enjoyed it. I hope you have learned something new about the gothic gothic fiction and the element of fire. And if you've liked the video, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like, thumbs up, share with other people. And do all those wonderful things that you audience do when you like something. I do the same when I like something. And I hope that... uh, I hope to see you next week. I hope that these break rooms have been very useful. That you're revising all your notes. Because June is coming full of fire, water and natural elements. So... Thank you very much, my friend, for watching. I hope you liked the new display. I'll be showing you around more, and have a lovely week. I'll see you next Friday, same time, same place. Until then, very, be very gothic, my friend, and enjoy it.